Iakatafune mbele turi akafanavra doste peketeleila. Seplenonti kapada. Ijebede didianduro koste brekitina ndiata. Zebedede. Alo koma hashikebebe ikata. Sonta libra doste kepete. Zigedevredi. Manto baliate. Zigedebre konindarabaka. Zivredobo laprenentwa. Eshkebeletia. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for tonight. We give you glory. We bless you for tonight. And we give you praise. Spirit of the Sovereign Lord, find expression in this place. Spirit of the Sovereign Lord, find expression in this place we yield to you our lives our hearts and our minds birth your agenda establish your counsel do what you love reveal jesus to us do what you do magnify jesus to us do and be who you are let the love of the father be shared abroad in our hearts let the love of the father be shared abroad in our hearts tonight let the love of the father Oh, I just can't leave that alone tonight. Lift your voice. Say, let the love of the Father. I don't know about you, but I could do with that love. I don't know about you, but trust me, I could do with that love. And this was not on my prayer list tonight. But I just heard the voice of Ruach HaKadosh. Say, the love of the Father. The love of the Father. Let the love of the Father be shed abroad tonight. Do what you love. Reveal Jesus to us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. So Jesus is the expression of the love of the Father. And the job of the Spirit, among others, is to reveal this Jesus to us. Well, we have the Bible, we have the record of his life. So that cannot be the revelation being spoken about. It means to make him real. And what is he at the core? He is the love of the Father. Holy Spirit, reveal the love of the Father to us tonight. Let the counsel of Zion... As expressed as the will of God be made manifest tonight. Let the effulgence of your grace, let the fullness of your goodness, let your obsession with us 
your godly, holy, pure obsession. Let it break out. Reach out and touch us. Reach out and touch us. In ways that only grace can. Have the effect on us tonight that only your spirit can. That effect that mines the fullness of potential. That effect that only you can. That effect that only your grace can. That effect that takes a man from the scrap heap of life and builds him into a champion of your glory. That effect that changes the rules that govern reality. The effect that the word speaks about when it says, blessed is the man that you choose. Blessed is the man that you choose and cause to approach you. Choose me tonight, tell him. Choose me tonight. Spirit of grace and spirit of truth, would you choose me tonight? Would you cause me to approach you? Agaba. Choose me. Express the love of the Father to me. Help me migrate tonight. Open a portal of migration, Lord, into the fullness of you. Ishana. Open a portal of migration into the fullness of you. Cause me to take a journey tonight that will end in the courts of Zion. Pack my bags. Stir me up like Abraham that I may take a journey tonight. I want to take a journey tonight. Tell him somebody. I have seen men journey into the fullness of you. Tonight, I want to take my leave. I want to answer a call from the unseen realm. La no kore pa yesanoma e shabare kado shele kumalito. Ah. See, hear me by the Spirit tonight, somebody. Um. See, I come, I come from a land where the supernatural is real. Can I get a witness, somebody? I come from a land where <laughs> the Bible is not strange to us because we have seen just as head-scratching manifestations on a daily basis. 
I told you that I come from a part of that country where it is not uncommon to see two 10-year-olds fight and one of them take off a shirt and throw it in the air and the shirt hangs. Now, hear me. There is a phenomenon that is quite, I wouldn't say common, but not uncommon in my, in my, in my country of birth, where a man, a woman who has lived either abroad in a first world country or even in the same nation in a city and urban area who has done well for themselves amassed money amassed assets educated gone to university basically is doing well middle to upper class living suddenly arrives either back at the airport of the nation or at the car park of his home village with nothing but the pair of clothes nothing but the set of clothes he or she is wearing and a pair of shoes or slippers we call it remote control in essence that a spiritual entity can be employed that will trigger a man or woman to leave the life of affluence and arrive back with nothing else but the clothes on their back to an environment that they came from and then after a few days or weeks, they say that their eyes have opened and they wonder, how did I get here? I had a secondary school teacher who was a postgraduate degree holder in the Soviet Union, in Russia at the time, who arrived back and he said his eyes opened when he was under the bridge in Lagos, Nigeria. And apparently he'd been there when he did his calculations for at least a week with nothing to his name. He had left his passport behind, had no means of getting back, and had to build his life from scratch. Now, the Bible says to me, in not so many words, but it makes it clear to me that there's only one creator. In essence, there's only one entity who can create technology. So whenever the enemy uses something, it means that he has borrowed it and perverted it from a godly alternative or godly version. If Satan can summon a man on a journey of downward trajectory and destiny, how much more the God that we serve? It takes more than intellectual encounter for a man to wake up and leave his homeland like Abraham and look for a, a city whose builder and maker is God. There, a spirit must be involved. There must be a technology that causes a conviction in a man and pushes him in a direction that does not make sense, that will cause an effulgence of God's will and making a reference point for generations to come. And tonight I hear like I hear my name. Listen, listen to this prophet who is not as young as he used to be. I hear the voice of God summoning men in the realm of the spirit. And I literally want to pray for myself for the next two minutes. Say, God, help me take a journey tonight. Would see, th th there are instructions and there are summons. There are times where God's voice does not leave room for disobedience. There are moments where the, the Bible says the time will come when the dead will hear the voice of the Lord and they that hear it shall live. There are summons from the voice of Yahweh like Jesus at the tomb of Lazarus that transcend time and reality. Lazarus was bound, but he said, he's calling me. There was a pool, a tug that shifted a man from the realm of Hades back into the realm of the living. Somebody open your mouth tonight and say, God, would you instigate a journey by your voice tonight?
sadness. Be of good cheer. He calls you. Bartimus, be of good cheer. He is calling you. In essence, it doesn't matter whether or not you have arrived. There is a kind of summons that by itself calls for celebration. There is a kind of summons from the unseen realm that by itself calls for a celebration. There is an utterance from the monarch of Zion to which the hearer might as well start to rejoice because that summons guarantees arrival. That summons by itself is pregnant with anti-gravity. It will cause you to move again. Call me tonight. Would you call me tonight? Ishama, call me out of my flesh, call me out of my environment, call me out of my experience, call me out of my past, call me out of my issues, call me out of my flaws, call me out of my weaknesses, call me out of the opinion of men, call me out of the conspiracy of hell, call me. Utter your voice from the halls of eternity across the highways of time. For as the vapor that rises from the earth and falls back as rain, the word says in the book of Isaiah. Oh, Isaiah 51, so is the word of the Lord. It will not return to him void, but it will prosper. Void means empty, in essence. That word, is that this kind of utterance is sent as an empty Uber, an empty Uber. It is sent to bring back the one it goes to. It is a return ticket to the halls of Zion. It is released to guarantee the arrival of its recipient at the place from which the word came. Lord, tonight I want to hear that voice. In spite of the preacher, in spite of the minister, hijack his cords and send a word that brings me back into where eternity began be of good cheer behold he calleth for you And Lord, as we enter this next five days, starting tonight, the second half of this journey of consecration. As we enter this second half, let the glory of the latter far exceed the former. Outdo yourself.
surprise us, shock us, update our perspective of you, crown the year with your goodness, crown the year with your goodness. Thank you. We praise you. Ah. Somebody take 60 seconds and thank him. Your credit is good with us. So we thank you. Anina Oroba Kade. Your credit is good with us. So we praise you. Your credit is good with us. So we worship you. Hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Somebody clap your hands, oh you people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. We lift his name on high. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Whoo! All right. Are you ready tonight? I am locked and loaded not to, not to minister but to receive. I'm ready. I am on edge. I'm expectant. I'm aggressive. Whoo! Like we heard last night from Mamacilia, I will not leave a hoof behind in 2022. I'm making it out with everything that heaven has constructed or designed for me. Sufficient for 2023 is the spoil thereof. <laughs> yes. Sufficient for 2023 is the spoil thereof there is enough goodness in 2023 it'll take me 365 days to to fully unwind every encounter with god next year i don't need to borrow any of 2023 any of 2022 sorry's uh, a spoil into 2020 i want it all and thank god for his goodness that he set aside these 10 days for us to hoover up everything see see this is how this is how economical jesus is after feeding 5,000 with, with five loaves and two fishes, he tells the disciples, gather the fragments. Amen. Gather the fragments. And, and I believe this is what Tabernacle of Moses is for us every year. We're gathering the fragments. We, we want to make sure that... They, that they see, uh, and and, and the, the fragments are 12 baskets. Think about that. 12 baskets. 12 ba -ba baskets. Aliana Marukunenda. 12 baskets. Government. Structure. Establishment. Uh, and we are those who will gather the baskets. We're gleaning from the fields of glory. And, and God has sent us his best these 10 days. And I'm so glad 
uh, not just to to be connected with them ministerially, but I am proud to call every single person uh, on the roster for these 10 days family. I'm glad to do life with them. I'm proud of their character. I would happily recommend them anywhere in the world. Uh, if you know me, you know that I don't make friends easily and I certainly don't call people brothers, sisters, or, or, or fathers or mothers lightly. Uh, and, and I was sharing with my brother a few days ago how how proud I am of the circle of family that God has placed around me, of whom he is certainly far from the least. And so tonight, uh, I'm going to get out of your way real quick before I introduce our speaker tonight. Remember that our word for next year is government. Government. That will be both the theme for the summit and the word for 2023. Government, governance, and governing. God has God has given, uh, uh, or God, sorry, has God has caused children to be born, and now he wants sons to be given upon whose shoulder he can place responsibility. Uh, and in line with that, like I said last night prophetically, uh, the Spirit of the Lord began to speak to me and say, Son, the, the rules are about to change in this next season. The rules that govern reality. In essence, if you think you know God, if you think you have figured out how God works with you. This next year is about to be very, very uh, uh, confusing for you. For most of us, it will be good. For those of us, like we heard yesterday from Reverend Celia, if you have learned to allow the ark of God's space, cubits, then you will enjoy it. But if you have put God in a box and you believe that you know exactly how he should function, you will be shocked and surprised because the rules are about to change. For many of you, the rules of God's dealings with you are about to change because uh, a new class, a new semester in the spirit is here. Uh, for many of us, the rules of reality. Uh, an amoeba has rules different from a tree. A tree has rules different from a dog. A dog has rules different from a human being. The rules that govern your reality are about to change, and for many of us, for the better. There's about to be an upgrade in the functional reality that governs how we live, the things that are normal to us, the things that are, in essence, what might have been a miracle last year might become the new reality this year. And so God says, get ready. And, and as I began to meditate on that today, uh, he added and he said, son, if you are going to be ready for this shift in, in the reality construct, you will need to spend time renewing your mind in this next few weeks. You're going to need to spend time meditating on my instructions and my promises so that your mind is ready, fertile, to receive and function at this level. And so I plead with you, use this time wisely. Amen? Use it extremely wisely because destinies are about to be unveiled and champions will be born. Finally, if you want to give tonight, the details are on the screen. Uh, we encourage you, for those of you tied to Kingdom Culture who give regularly, the members of our Kingdom Builders Partnership and everybody else, the details are there. We'll, do, we'll have another call for the offering at some point during the search where we close. Do as occasion serves. Right, so tonight, ministering to us is one of God's best. And I mean that with all my heart. Um, there are very few people whom I refer to as a brother. He is one of them. And trust me, it is not a title of simple endearment. 
this is a covenant relationship that has been that has passed and lasted the test of time uh we we went from living five minutes from each other and seeing each other at the school run every morning because our children went to the same school uh at different points we have lived with each other i mean two families of combined four adults and five children uh for a month or more each time uh an away leg and a home leg we've lived with each other we've done life you know we've had shouting matches at each other and we've loved each other through it uh, and above all we've we've demonstrated a commitment to each other's well-being purpose and destiny um while he is my brother while we are and i mean buddies while we are friends of the highest degree we have played computer games with our children and wrestled and, and all that stuff on the floor i have the utmost respect and regard for the gift of god the grace of god and the office of god upon his life as i do each of the very small number of people that i i, I refer to by that title brother um he is the president and the founder of the Eagle World Outreach. He is an apostolic voice to the nations. He, and I don't mean that lightly. This is not, I'm not reading from his bio. I'm telling you what obtains in real life. There's too many uh, apostles to the nations who haven't been apostles to their street yet. No, this is a real one to the nations. Uh, he is a marketplace whiz, uh, a coach, an entrepreneur. Uh, but above all, he has been a prophet to this house from the first time he graced the pulpit. Every time he ministers, he comes with an edge of clarity, not just as a trainer or a teacher, but he comes with the word of the Lord to us. Uh, and, and having deciphered that, I try not to bring him around too often just for the sake of bringing him around. I, I, you know, he's a weapon that I want to deploy in the most specific of moments and now is one and so tabernacle of moses 2022 camp meeting would you make welcome uh my brother my friend god's servant apostle olua femi adun all the way from arizona in the united states of america and by the way they are eight hours behind us in the time zone so do the math love you brother love you too sir over to you Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can you hear me clearly? P.O. is my my sound. Is audio everything? Is he okay? Can you hear As me? I would expect. Perfect. Praise, praise <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord. Don't run away yet. Praise the Lord. Let me, let me deflect some of these, these accolades <laughs> back to you and, and Padge. <laughs> Don't run away yet. Such a joy to see you, my brother. Such a joy. Such a privilege to just be able to do life and ministry yes. with you. You yes, know, for yes. us, that is what matters the most. Life, first of all, before yes, sir. ministry. And that is what makes ministry not a lonely journey when you mm. have family and covenant relationship. Of course, that's what the scripture says, that it puts the lonely, uh, the solitary amongst family. And I'm just glad that uh, that that one title is not part of my title. I'm not, I'm not in solitary in any way because I've got nah. family. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> amongst yes, everything, sir. God, so, solitude is not one of those <laughs> things because of you, Padge. And of course, uh, uh, I immediate, you know what, uh, covenant family. And I'm just so grateful for your life. Uh, you inspire me in so many ways. Your consistency, your your doggedness, you know what to 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 culture 
and kingdom mm. culture, not just, you know what, uh, worldly culture or just human philosophy and ideas and, and uh, uh, what's the word now, you know, just appetites of men just to make a name for themselves. But that's mm. not with you and my sister, uh, Pastor Ajoke, who is here. I'm hailing you, Pad. You know, one of the things about Pad is that she keeps our memory very alive. I mean, she, does. she knows how to send us those videos of those moments you talked about. You know, sometimes, you know, we talk about it, but our wife knows how to capture those memories. And every now and then, Pad will send the curate, them. Not to curate them. <laughs> exactly. You know, so I love you guys. And, you know, there are people that you publicly just love on and then you are apologetic for it because you feel like oh man that person is going to be offended that person is going to feel like you know what oh they are loved you know what less than others but you see your family you and Paj, you know what jeremy and kadesh um you are that family that there is no apology for how much we publicly or privately love you nobody anybody that wants to get upset is okay you know what <laughs> it's fine you know you guys are amongst the very few people we unapologetically privately and publicly just honor and we love you we love you we are family and we just appreciate everything god has done in our life and still doing and yet to do and i'm glad Amen. to be here family like 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 reverend will always say your nieces and nephews hey uncle is here praise god yes sir come on <laughs> now. i just miss you all <laughs> i i miss you all and, and that's how we know we're family because every time i want you to know that's how uh your pastors you know what um um relate you know what with you every time he talks about it's like you know your nieces your nephew why because we're family you're not just subjects in his ministry or their ministry you're not just members or leaders we are family so those are the kind of terminology we use so every time we talk say hey your nieces hey your nephew why because we are family so if you don't know now you know that you are part of a global family you're not just by yourself so this for us is not just ministry this is a kingdom family, yes, which sir. I am honored, which my wife is honored and my children to be a part of. All right. So, Uncle Pio, some of those skills you played on Israel, uh, it's not going to happen anymore. You can't, <laughs> this guy is going to another level in NBA, in soccer. So, we can't wait for a rematch. <laughs> my son will not cry because you refuse him to let him win a, a match. <laughs> Israel is in another level of I NBA can imagine. <laughs> So I can imagine for a rematch to reclaim our title. <laughs> you can't come home and beat us at home. Come on now. <laughs> what kind of an uncle are you? <laughs> at least let the boy have home advantage. <laughs> see, right. I was, see, I was, I was, I was toughening him up for okay, a day like all right, this. Yes. Okay, we take it as less. I wanted him to be to be strong. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We're waiting. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Well, I love you, people of God. Today, we are going to pray. I came ready to pray. How many yes, of you sir. came ready to pray? And I believe yes, that uh, we're going to be praying through some strategic things that the Lord has, in the course of the year, have allowed me to pray, you know, and just some things God has showed me in preparation for what lies ahead. I, I am, I am. listen, I believe the scripture for what it is. No uh, Greek interpretation, nothing. When the Bible says better is the end of a thing than mm. the beginning thereof, mm. just receive it as yeah. that. He said it will crown the year with, with goodness, goodness, cause your part to drip with fatness. Listen, that is what the word says. If you believe it, the Bible says scripture cannot be broken. So it means that, you know, for the few days left, 
trust me, you will still have some wow moments, some shocking moments, just some mind-blowing moments because God is not a man that you should lie. And let me tell you something. The currency of the scripture is revelation. Yes, and sir. I believe what 2023 would look like is based on what God is showing you, especially, you see, the words of a dying man, is very critical, which means mm. the last words, you know what, of the end of his days here in this side of eternity. So the things God shows us in the end of a season or a spiritual dispensation, they are very mm. crucial for the opening of a new chapter mm. and opening of a new spiritual portal in our life and in our ministry so this is why it's not just customary you know human custom custom to want to take out time in the end of the year to be sober to retreat to pray and just because we all have to do it you know you need to understand the scriptural basis for why we do what we do of course sometimes you know what as ministers we do it based on revelation but we don't teach it we don't expounds on why we have built certain doctrines you know the bible says that they continued in the apostles doctrine there were reasons for that doctrinal you know what mm. customs and conduct so when we take our time in the end of the year it's because the words that god speak in the last days you know what are very critical for the opening like i said of a new chapter and a new spiritual dispensation i believe that we are stepping into a new spiritual dispensation that uh, it's like sweet, it's sweet and sour. Uh, it's it's sour in the sense that I hope you know that the darkness on the earth will continue toward grow grosser and grosser or, or or even darker. But the sweet side of it is that again, the world is an exemption plan. So the the revelation of of God for this for for now is the exemption. It's the mm. exemption strategy for you know what the days that are going to get darker and darker as we continue to join in in the on this side of eternity so i, I want us to pray certain things you know i believe prayer should be fervent and intelligent you know so i'm going to explain you know what why we are going to pray what we are going to be praying because i don't want you to take it lightly or just okay oh uh uh, uh, uh just another uh, uh prayer session no there is a purpose for which we must pray. This is why the Bible says this is the confidence that we have, that when we pray according to his will. So there is a testament that is written already, established already, by which we as Christians need to offer our prayer, all right? So everything we're going to be praying is very purposeful in the bigger picture of God's agenda for kingdom advancement, okay? So we're going to be praying, you know, and I want you to get ready to pray, all right? So today we're going to be praying on, on something that God has been showing me over the years. We've been praying it. I've led a couple of our team and, you know, our global family to pray, but this is very crucial. In um, Isaiah 60, let me read Isaiah 60 to start. We're going to read a lot of scriptures, you know, because, you know, I, I love praying scriptures because that's the only guarantee that we're going to see results. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right. Isaiah 60, I'm reading from the TLB version, says, Arise, my people, let your light shine for all the nations to see. Uh, for the glory of the Lord is streaming from you. Darkness as, as black as night shall cover all the people of the earth, but the glory of the Lord will shine from you. Let me pause there and explain something to you. In 2009, in 2009, I was at Ashbourne M. You know what? In the UK, uh, is seeking the Lord in preparation for the official 
inauguration of our church in London, Grace House Worship Center, London. Whilst I was on that retreat, sometimes around October or uh, uh, late October into early November, I had a visitation in, 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 uh, in my prayer space. And the Lord took me to Isaiah 60, towards the latter part of Isaiah 60. This is a scripture many of you are familiar with, or you can go check it out later on, just for the sake of time. But here is what the scripture says. Uh, the scripture says, and I believe you know Isaiah was prophesying again because when he began to, from verse 1, Isaiah 60 verse 1, and you know what, and coupled with other prophetic, you know what, documentation or account of Isaiah's prophecy, prophesied not only about the soon coming king and about his assignment and about his personality and what he's going to be, what he's going to do, you know, what, where he's going to do it. It also prophesied about the coming age. And if we are, if we are scripturally, you know what, sensitive and we are in alignment with scriptural and prophetic timeline, of course, it is no longer news and there's no need. And of course, maybe there's a need or there's no need. Anyway, let me leave that. You know what? For emphasis of the time to come. So which means we are already navigating the timeline of some of Isaiah's prophecy. So with also some other prophets, whether the minor or major prophets in the scriptures, that's not the emphasis. The emphasis is that we are navigating some of the what prophesied and declared time you know what in god's calendar so here we see how isaiah again is prophesying about the timeline this is a timeline so when he began to speak about uh, gross darkness will cover the earth he was speaking about a timeline that we're navigating but watch this uh, towards the latter part of this prophecy and this account uh, isaiah began again to elaborate and distinctively show us how we need to respond to when we are right in the world in this timing this timeline that one that is talking about which is the timeline where the earth will be what covered in blackness dark as night okay what did he say he said this and this is what the lord spoke to me in 2009 on that retreat and he said to me he said the sun shall no longer give you light by day nor the moon by night and that is scary but God quickly interjected again because when God talks about darkness and talks about pestilences, there's always an exemption clause so that you and I will not respond or react like the people who are without God and without the Spirit of God would normally react. So we are not meant to react. We are meant to respond to each of these times. But when you are, when you are lacking revelation, an understanding of the word of God, you would react rather than respond to the opportunities each of these times that seems very daunting presents to you and I. So God quickly interjected his exemption clause. He said, but to you, now specifically not to everybody, he says, but to you, I will be an everlasting light. And the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me, which I later addressed, you know, what through uh, a series of things.
something I did, and now it's become a book, uh, Laws of Darkness, and I had the opportunity for several months to write that article, Laws of Darkness, in one of the Christian newspapers back then in London, and the, 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 the responses was just incredible from the readers of that newspaper. So we began to address that to the point that, and God said to me that we are, and this is what he said, this is where I'm going to, we're going to pray. I just want to lay the intelligent part of the fervency of prayer. Recently, my pastor talked about intelligent fire. That's another talk for another day. You know what, but prayer must be fervent, prayer must be intelligent, which is to have understanding of why you are doing what you're doing. So I'm just quickly laying foundation for what we're going to be praying about, and then we go straight into prayer, all right? So bear with me. So the Lord spoke to me in 2009, that scripture. And what God began to tell me is that, you see, the sun and the moon, because it, it's, its relevance is not in eternity, in, in on the side of God. The relevance of the sun and the moon, the Bible says in Genesis, is to give light to the earth, which is a form of earthly system for sustenance and sustainability or even for human progress. What God is saying is that prophetically, the sun and the moon are human system that governs this side of eternity, governs the head, allow for, you know what, progress, allow for civilization, allow for, you know what, everything that we need to get done here on the earth. But God began to show me that in the as we step into 2010, not only are we step, stepping into a decade, a new decade, a new spiritual, and you know, uh, 2010 was a very pivotal moment in on the earth and in God's calendar. But God said, we entered into the beginning of the, the, of the, of the effect or the potency of darkness on the earth, where darkness will take on its full, on full scale, you know what, impact on the earth. And the Lord said, beginning from that, that year, the world is not going to get less darker. It's going to be more darkness and more darkness and more dysfunction and more destruction, you know what, until the return of the Lord. So if anybody is prophesying that, you know what, things on the earth economically, things on the earth politically, you know what, it's going to go oh, get better and everything. God said that person automatically has enlisted themselves, you know what, in false prophetic or false prophecy. God said it's going to get darker and darker. Several scriptures she showed me, Luke 13. We can talk about all of that. You know what? Or you know what? When my books comes out, you will look at it. But there's so many scriptures God showed me. And the Lord said to me, he said, pay attention. He said, I am going to be an everlasting light. In other words, this light is not subject to policy, legislation, or human human error, or human failure, or human, you know what, uh, philosophy. It's not subject to that. He said, I will be the source of light. He said, but to you, to who is he talking about? To you and I. And this is why when Isaiah again prophesied about the word timeline of darkness, it clearly says that the light of the Lord, you know what, is risen upon us. The glory of the Lord is come upon us specifically a type of people. This is why when Joel also prophesied about the day of gloom and darkness, he said, a people shall arise. They will defy the gloom and darkness. It is talking about these scriptures are referring to you and I, I hope you know. This is why your identity must take shape of who the scripture says you are, especially at this time. You can't allow anything, either the success or not of your business, of your calling, your career, your ministry. You can't amount the numbers, the figures, you know what, 
you can't allow anything external, anything that is what based on social construct to define who you are. I'm telling you, you will, or once you accept that, you've allowed, you've already failed. Forget about it. There's no, you're not even starting. You failed already before you even started. So the coming year 2020, 2010, we declared it prophetically as our year of everlasting life. In fact, the theme for our groundbreaking in official inauguration was everlasting light because this light does not go out and so this is the confidence that we have that no matter the instability of the world that we are functioning in uh, there is a consistency of faith that is birthed in us because we are hooked to the everlasting light but one of the things I shared in that book, Laws of Darkness, are seven ways, seven, you know what, are privileges, seven advantages, you know what, of darkness. Why? Because, you know, darkness will impact negatively, like I said, of those who are not hooked to this everlasting light. But when you are hooked to this everlasting light, darkness becomes a leverage. Darkness becomes a tool in your hands to fulfill the very purpose of God for your life. And what is the ultimate purpose for your life? To want to make known his name. To want to bring glory and honor to the praise of the name of the master. So this is why God has never excluded the believer from darkness. God has never excluded, you know what, he only exempts us from the, from the venom and from the negative impact of the darkness, but God does not completely exclude us from darkness. Otherwise, that will defeat the purpose, you know what, of kingdom advancement. So you see again in John chapter 1 verse 5, again, the Bible does not exclude light from darkness. In fact, the scripture says that it is out of darkness, this lines shines forth and darkness cannot comprehend it okay so this is the strategy of god so this is why here what the bible says in isaiah 43 uh, 45 verse 3 and this is where we're going to begin to pray okay and the bible says in isaiah 45 verse 3 he said i will give you the treasures of darkness why am i saying this i'm going to explain why we're praying this especially for for a, a gathering of this tabernacle of moses and i commend you know what all of the ministers i was able to you know what be part of you know what quite a number of the days and i'm telling you what a blessing what a blessing and i know even the grand finale is even going to be greater because that is how god operates in the kingdom okay so he says isaiah 45 verse he says i will give you the treasures of darkness and the wealth stored in secret places so darkness is a word in darkness in what is going on in the world right now god says there are treasures in what is going on these treasures are very critical we're looking at governance next year i am telling you that is so in alignment with what god has spoken to us as a ministry for 2023 i'm telling you it's mind-blowing why there is a sense of uh, I, I sense i sense there is a mantle of ownership you see you can't call the shot when you don't own stuff this is why a lot of people are clamoring and fighting and killing and and, and manipulating to be in governance why because there's a need and a, there's a need for 
for ownership, to be able to call the shot, to be able to be in control, but in an unhealthy way. But God is transferring that governance to us. I believe you because part of governance is ownership and establishment, which means, you know what, you are rooted and there is room for operation. There is room because when you are established, you can govern. You can govern what is not yours. You can lead what is not what is what is not what is not in your authority or in your command. And so this is what God is saying that in this darkness there are treasures in this darkness for governing. There are treasures in this darkness for ownership. There are treasures in this darkness that is critical if we are going to assume this state on the earth for governance because it takes, you know what, those treasures for us to be able to lead in the capacity that God is raising the church to lead in this time and in this privilege. So we're going to be praying, you know what, and, and, and positioning ourselves through prayer to receive the treasures of darkness. Why did God say so? If you read this Isaiah 43, let me read it, let me 45. Look at what God said. So this is not some childish prayer and we want something, give me treasure, give me wealth. Uh -uh. It is not to the end of just owning stuff for yourself. When we're talking about ownership, we're going back to the dominion mandate. We're talking about heaven on earth. We're talking about the kingdom of man becoming the kingdom of our God. We're talking about the, the 12 pillars of apostolic governance to be established on the earth. Uh, this is what we're talking about. So we're not talking about you know what some 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 unhealthy appetite for owning stuff. That's that's this far from our conversation. Okay, look at what the Bible says here. Look at what it says in Isaiah 45. Uh, same Isaiah, but I want to read it from this translation so that you can see what we're talking about here, so that uh, you'll be clear and you can engage this prayer when we begin to pray. Because um, I, I know how people think sometimes we just think you know what we're praying for, for frivolity. It is. I'm not in that business. Okay, so look at what it says in Isaiah 45 verse 3. It says, and I will give you secret riches. He said, I'll give you treasures hidden in darkness, uh, secret riches, and you will know that I am doing this. The Lord, the God of Israel, the one who calls you by name. The whole idea of this is we want to establish the supremacy of God here on earth. The sovereignty of God to be made known by all men. And this is why this uh, people was talking on the first day about migration. So it's the same thing we're talking about here. There is a, there, we have to migrate from where we are, where it doesn't afford us uh, the platform to make his name and migrate into you know, a, a state, uh, not just a spiritual state, but a state of wealth, a state of you know what ownership, a state of governance so that we can make him known. This is very critical, and I'm going to be, you know what, call, using some characters of the Bible to lead this prayer. Oh my God, I'm so excited about praying. I don't know. I, I just want God to let me stop talking, but you need to understand because we came here to pray, okay? So so this is very crucial, what we are talking about, and this is why I believe in this season, God wants to open our eyes to the things uh, we would otherwise that would otherwise remain unseen, so that uh, you can claim what otherwise will remain, you know, what unclaimed. There are certain things we've given up grounds. We need to cover grounds. Uh, we're talking about governance. Uh, that's why you see every constituency want to have that representative in all the constituency. Why you see in America here, talk about red and blue when they show you the constituency map. You see uh, blue covering ground uh, and red trying to. I'm not partisan, but I'm just trying to tell you it's a about territory. It's about, you know what, like Pio said, migration. We need to take cover. We need to take ground out for this kingdom advancement, for this earthly governance that will be powered by kingdom, you know what, uh, agenda, 
okay? So it says here that he will give us the treasures of darkness. What are the treasures of darkness here? Uh, treasures of darkness, one of the things, P.U., and this is why, again, I switch quickly into the prophetic uh, because God spoke to me concerning you very clearly, P.U., and what are the things we're expecting? Uh, God has been talking to me about patterns and patents. Uh, you know, what there are patterns, you know, what that God is going to, that is going to deliver to us, uh, and these patterns have been forged, uh, you know, what by the intellectuals uh, of, dark, of, of, of darkness. But listen, the Lord said that uh, those patterns are uh, 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 because it has not been acknowledged, have not been acknowledged in these patterns, does not make the patterns evil. Uh, but you see, they have created, they've downloaded these patterns, but they want to claim it as man's ideology. Uh, and God said, these patterns are part of the things I'm going to transfer, you know, what to uh, my kingdom agents. Uh, listen, uh, the patterns that was downloaded uh, in Genesis 11 uh, was not a demonic pattern. It was just that uh, God was not referencing this pattern. Uh, this structure that was about to be built uh, was from the foundation of the earth. Uh, but man decided to take on the credit for these patterns. Watch this. Uh, God created Lucifer. It was the patterns of oppression of the worshiper did not come from the devil. Uh, it was just because the, the, Lucifer did not acknowledge the supremacy of God in these patterns. Uh, this is why it seems like the enemy has taken advantage of that. But listen, uh, the origin of Lucifer and his effect uh, came from the Lord because he was a creation of God. Uh, so there are patterns are patents. Uh, God said to me to tell you, P.U., uh, there are patents uh, that have been on, they are not used yet. Uh, and God said, I've been preparing you uh, to take on this patent. Uh, uh, people have registered it. Uh, they've patented it. Uh, they've invented it. Uh, but it has not come to use because God said, I will tell them, uh, I will tell them from using this patent. Uh, but God said, uh, I have made you who you are. I have given you such knowledge and wisdom uh, of the of 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 of, of this of this dimension uh, because I'm going to give you uh, not only patterns which I have been giving, but the Lord said the next level is patents uh, that have already been patented uh, and they're going to hand it over to you. You would know what to do with it. Uh, you would know what to pro what how to proceed with it. Uh, and God is saying, I will also put the resources uh, around that. What are the treasures that we are expecting? Uh, God told me there are going to be rights and privileges. Uh, there are going to be real estate and relationship uh, and for access and infiltration uh, in this governance you know what this this anointing and this mantle of governance that is coming upon this house uh, if you are part of this family i'm prophesying i'm helping you see uh, uh, how it will play out uh, in this coming you know what uh, around of the match that we have been on uh, and so get ready for patterns and patents uh, get ready for real estate and relationships uh, get ready for right and privilege uh, because you are about to access uh, realms and positions uh, that will afford you uh, to what to exercise apostolic and prophetic leadership, uh, not just within uh, uh, the uh, social or religious sphere, but even in government, even in the in the in every sphere of human endeavor. Peter, you have poured so much into some of my nieces and nephews, uh, and they have been seeking uh, recognition. But God said, uh, in this coming spiritual dispensation, uh, I am not giving recognition i'm giving positions uh, he said what you have been poured, what have been poured into you seem like it has not accomplished much uh, because you have been out of position the enemy has done so much to displace you from position but i hear the spirit of the lord say uh, for the house of kcm coming into this spiritual dispensation uh, that there will be strategic positioning uh, and god is showing me uh, almost like flickers of fire around the city around 
around the British ISO. Uh, and God is saying, I will begin to put your sons and your daughters uh, in the place where there are gross darkness and some of them will struggle and say, Lord, uh, why are you moving me out of this city that seems more civilized than where you are taking me to? Uh, for the Lord said, it's because uh, of the level of darkness there uh, and everything that has been invested in you so far was preparing you to light up a city. Uh, I hear the spirit of the Lord say, uh, 2023 house of Kesiema, light up the world, uh, light up the city. God said, I'm giving you back uh, the real estate. Uh, the Lord said, come with the real estate, will come with relationship. And the Lord said, these relationships, uh, they are not coming, you know, even from the body of Christ. Uh, God said, get ready to be criticized uh, because I'm bringing you into some relationship uh, that at first people will question her but when they begin to see her how you will begin to win influence in the favor of the church how you begin to win influence in the in the favor of the body of christ suddenly men and women of god around you and far away some spying on you and some looking from afar will suddenly realize your place in the body will suddenly begin to understand your assignment in this time and in this season i've not allowed you to conform i have fought you on conformity at every level. Now is the time to reveal to the world the reason for this. Why I have pushed you back. Why I have resisted you. Why I have caused you to fail. Not because you are a failure but because I fought conformity in your life so that I can enthrone you. That I will enthrone you. Your time of being enthroned has come. Your time of development has been completed. So therefore, it's now for your time of to be displayed. I am displaying you. Oh, Malike Rode Sukradika Rotezusa. And this anointing will flow on your house. Light up the city, says the Lord. Light up the world, says the Spirit of the Lord. You are stepping into that season. Listen to me. Look at developing countries. One of the things that have slowed down the civilization and the progress of developing country uh, is lack of electricity and power. Why? Because uh, stability of a nation greatly depends uh, on what uh, on, on electricity and power. And this is why uh, governors in such nations uh, have not been able to pull their weight uh, on developing and advancing the country. Uh, light is very critical to civilization. Light is very critical to governance. Uh, and this is why one of the things uh, that is going to be happening in the house of KCM in this spiritual calendar God is going to flood this house with light peel it's going to so flood your spirit oh yes people have known you to rightly divide the word of truth but this anointing is going to rest upon your sons and your daughter that wherever they are in whatever sphere the level of revelation that will power their activities will be next to none will be phenomenal will be of such a clarity and authority and audacity Faith will be all over, all over everything that KCM is doing because it's time truly to step into this realm that God has already spoken you to, spoken to you about. So we are facing darkness, people of God, but there are treasures in the darkness that we must ask for. What is the basis of what we're about to pray for? The Bible says in Psalm 2 verse 8, He said, ask of me and I will give nations to you. Look at Isaiah chapter 2. The Bible says, that the 
world will depend on the charter for what for right and progressive government it says out of zion shall comfort the law do you understand why god is stepping, yes. taking you into yes. a season of governance he said out of zion shall comfort the law he said in that day the mountain of the house of the lord shall be exalted you thought god was slow to the party no god wasn't slow yes, to the party Lord. god was waiting for the right moment and what is the right moment the right moment is when gross darkness hit the head when it is so clear there is no way forward without god when it is so clear there is nothing we can do or be or achieve or acquire without god when the world system comes to a place where they exercise their expertise and intelligence and all the knowledge that they know and they have come to a realization that we are not more than these but with god we can be more that is when god shows up to the table may i announce to you how god shows up to the table oh yeah reverend Olumide shows up to the table pastor Ajoke shows up to the table every niece and nephew every covenant partner of kcm we show up to the table and this is what isaiah and micah prophesied that in that day of darkness the mountain of the house of the lord oh john prophesied it he says it this way that out of darkness shall come from the light and these are the days that they all spoke about that we have come into the day of darkness and the bible says all nation don't you realize the terminology used here all nation what is very what describes a nation what holds a nation together governance 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 is what holds a nation that is what represents a nation when you go to the g summit it's the political leaders that represent a nation at the g summit but god is saying there is another summit this summit this time around is not going to hold in the political arenas but it's going to hold in the in the in the council of prophets and apostles it's going to hold in the council of the of the people of god and the bible says they shall come and say let us go and look for the right governance in the house of the lord and therefore once again the law and the culture that governs earth here will now be produced by the church of god i have come to tell you that in this dispensation god will begin to release to you treasures of darkness what you thought was to kill you you don't realize it's come to empower you what you thought is come to disempower you has come to equip you has come to position you oh yes peter talks about it why does he say we are royal priesthood a peculiar people a holy nation ah he talks about that we shall shine for the light out of darkness again so darkness becomes a platform for our light to shine in this season so we are going to begin to pray for the treasures of darkness the spirit of the lord has opened my eyes to treasures of darkness this is what i say prayer must be intelligent because we can ask for the treasures of darkness so when the bible says ask of me and i will give you nations how god gives you nations is to expose you and to open your eyes and my eyes to the treasures of those nations okay so let us begin to pray her. The first thing we're going to pray for, because you see, we are within our, we are within our spiritual right to ask for this, because he said, ask of me, ask of me. Uh, the first prayer we're going to pray her is the one that many of us are familiar with. My brother, stay with me on the screen. Don't worry. Don't leave me by myself. Let's do this together. I don't need the spotlight. I just need a spot to pray her. And I'm going to do that in agreement with you. The first prayer we're going to pray her is what 
is the wealth of the unrighteous. That's what many of us are, are, are familiar with. We quote it all the time. But that is the wealth of darkness. It is within our right to do so. When God spoke to Cyrus, God said he was going to give Cyrus the treasures of darkness to make himself known. He said that people will know I did it. I did it. This is why I'm telling you we're not praying some frivolous, frivolous prayer or flimsy prayer. We're talking about apostolic kingdom advancement. This is why this migration PO talks about is very crucial for that. And we migrate into this dimension. Okay? Because we're migrating into this realm to pull out what has been conceived. God did not hide it from us. Listen. Listen. Because the question may be, why did God hide it? It's not hiding it from us. It's hiding it for us. For us. For us. For us. For, for this agenda. Okay? Look at what the Bible says. Proverbs 13, 22. Proverbs 13, 22. It says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children, children. That is kingdom. How does he do that? If you are not thinking, this we're talking about succession here. Whether at, at biological level or whether at ministerial level. A lot of ministries, a lot of leaders are, are failed on this apostolic agenda because we have made it all about ourselves. There is no succession plan or thinking in process. This is why uh, uh, we have power over people, not power with people. So God is saying here, this is talking about succession. We're not talking about wheel of car, wheel of house. That is part of it. We are talking about the works of the Lord uh, are declared from one generation to the other. Not living an inheritance for your children is ultimate is an inheritance in them it's a legacy in them it's not just for them for them is a part of the deal but in them is the kingdom agenda to what to continue the legacy of Christ so he says a good man shall live an inheritance to his children's children but the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous where is part of this treasure we are going to leave behind is coming from. The scripture is clear. These are part of the treasures of darkness. The wealth of the unrighteous are part of the treasure of darkness. Let me read another scripture. Uh, Job 27, 16 to 17. Uh, Job 27, 16 to 20, 17. It says, Though he heaps up silver like dust. Who is he? Who is the he? Watch this. He says, And piles up clothing like clay. Who is this person? He said he piles it up, but the just wears it. So, so now there's clarity about who heaps of treasure as silver as, as clay. And who is going to take advantage of it? Who is going to migrate uh, into what is already prepared? Uh, the Bible says the just will wear it and the innocent will divide it the silver. It was in the house of, of Laban uh, that God prospered Isaac. Uh, Laban deal dealt shrewdly. Laban was ungodly in his dealings. Laban was unrighteous in his dealings. But it was in the house of this unrighteous man who were dealt shrewdly. It was in the house of this man God fulfilled his covenant of wealth in the life we were of what of 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 um of Jacob of Isaac rather. And 
And that was part of the agenda of God. Why God was going to move from one generation to the next is what is agenda for, for kingdom advancement. This is why this guy sought God in the way he sought God for what for adjustment. So this is the basis. This is the base level. The wealth of the righteous and what it is stored up. It is stored up for what we need to do. It is stored up for what God is calling us to do. This is not about money. This is about the wealth. This is about what I told you. Huh? Patterns and patents. Huh? You remember that what God gave to what Isaac in the house of Laban was patterns. Huh? But that pattern came from what? From what he had learned. Huh? You know what? In in animal, uh, uh, in, in, in rare animal from the house of Laban. And God gave him a patent. Huh? Nobody did what he did. Huh? But that came from revelation. Being in the what industry that Laban had given him privilege. Huh? Many of us are walking in a place. Huh? We are experiencing things. Out of what we're experiencing that looks chaotic, God wants to hand over patents and patents to us. Nobody could lay claim her on that reproduction system within the animals that God gave, you know what, to Isaac. And at this point, I want you to begin to receive. I want you to begin to position yourself that in the name of Jesus, even as we come to the end, that there are things I told you, uh, the currency of the kingdom is revelation. There are things you must receive at this level uh, to serve as a foundation for 2023. And some of us will even be begin to testify to these things even in this year before we close up. Therefore, I decree and declare uh, that in the name of Jesus, you are positioned uh, to receive the wealth of the unjust, uh, to receive the treasures of darkness uh, through the wealth of the unjust, uh, through the wealth of the sinner. I declare in the name of Jesus, uh, every treasure that is required uh, for your assignment, uh, for your positioning, uh, receive it in the name of Jesus. There are wealth around you, treasures of darkness. God said, I will give to you the treasures of darkness. Go ahead, begin to receive it. That God will open your eyes to the treasures of darkness. When God opened the eyes of Isaac, he was not in the church. He was under a shrewd master. He was under an ungodly master. But it was while he was there, God opened his eyes to this pattern, to this patent, that in the name of Jesus, Lord, open my eyes to the treasures of darkness, to the riches of secret places. Open my eyes that I may see the wealth of the wicked, the wealth of the unjust, the treasures of darkness that are laid up for me, that are gathered up for me. The Bible says that the unjust man keeps silver up like clay. He keeps it up. But God said that wealth is going to come in. That treasure will be released. That treasure will migrate. God will open your eyes. Uh, that in the name of Jesus uh, we declare and decree uh, as we tabernacle as we tabernacle in the presence of the Lord uh, may our eyes be open uh, may the wealth of the unjust uh, may the treasure of darkness uh, may it be laid up before us uh, may it be given up uh, to us in the name of Jesus uh, that God may be known uh, that it may be made known uh, by you and through you uh, in the name of Jesus. Jesus, oh Rabash, that your name may be 
Katose, Barakatose, Ketabragadusha, in Kaliato Zuse Bregadia, in the mighty name of Jesus, I am positioned, I am positioned, begin to declare it, I am positioned to receive, I am apostolically, apostolically positioned, I am prophetically positioned, oh yes, Kalarabaha, by purpose and position, by my giving and position, by my service and position, by my covenant relationship, I am positioned by divine instruction, I am positioned by divine directives, I am positioned, oh yes, by my consecration, I am positioned. In Granando, Bagika Rodica Paragada, in Greta Soko Velegadia, Legatutu Prahate, in Grenondo Sukhe de Veledi, by the reason of migration of the spirit, I am consistent. I lay hold, begin to declare, I lay hold, I lay hold, I lay hold, Palas Katika Kradosusta, in this new chapter, in this new calendar, I am positioned in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Another treasure of darkness that I believe uh, this migration that is taking place, that God is migrating us in this direction, is the wealth of a people and wealth of a nation. Uh, listen, uh, it's something. I'm telling you things that you need to go and study after this prayer point. I can't even begin to break this. Through. These are things that are eating to us. This is why the Bible calls it the treasure of darkness and the secret and the riches of secret places. Uh, it is not common to the natural eyes. These are not things until it is revealed to you yes. that you realize that you have been you have been in your in your place uh, and you have sought another man's place. Uh, you don't understand the implication of this. You are in your place. Yes, you are seeking a natural migration. You are seeking a what a natural you know what ethnic uh, repositioning when you don't realize because you think uh, uh, this is darkness against you, not realizing you know what uh, is darkness for your advantage. Uh, the Bible talks about the wealth of a people and nation. In Exodus chapter 12, verse 36, he says, And the Lord had given to the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Watch this. So they, they granted them what they requested. Thus they plundered the Egyptian. This is a wealth of a nation and a people. It doesn't matter how hostile the people are to you. In fact, their hostility to you is what makes it the treasure of darkness. The ashness of the people, the ashness of the demography you are in, the ashness of the culture that is prevalent around you is the reason why it's what it's called the treasure of darkness. It is not known to the people. It's not common to all men because this is exclusive for kingdom advancement. That's why the Bible says to you to you to you i will give to you the word the treasures of darkness while others are murmuring and complaining uh, while there is darkness in the whole of egypt uh, there is a place called goshen in god uh, it's not a physical location as with where in christ uh, it's a place in god it's called my hiding place uh, it's called in the cleft of the rock where moses wanted to hide himself uh, that's why the tabernacle was so important to be built uh, why because it was a place in the old testament that we are 
are exempted from everything happening outside of that tabernacle. It's a place in God. It's a place that Adam dealt with God. I hope you know Eden is not a physical location. Eden is God. Eden was in God. And this is what God wants to restore for kingdom advancement. When God spoke about dominion mandates to man, he spoke to man about dominion in himself, not in an earthly location. The earth was flawed. The earth wasn't in its fullness and formation. We are looking at the deformation of the world and the regression of the human system that we are living in today. So it cannot be a place. It has to be a place in God. This is why we are bringing the consciousness of the tabernacle, of the presence. Our Paul, our people prayed a prayer that just, that, that, that this, if, I, if you want to write my resume, if you want to really understand my profile, don't read what is on my website. Go back and listen to the prayer that P.O. started this meeting today with. I was here and I was in tears because he was praying my life. He was praying the consciousness that every one of us need to come back into. I started a series last two Fridays on building spiritual capacity and you will think I will be talking about anointing and all of those things. The Spirit of the Lord took me back to grace. To grace, to grace, to grace. That is the most potent and most powerful capacity building element in the kingdom. By the grace of God, I am what I am. Paul says, I want other than the rest of the apostles. And suddenly, uh, God jacked him up uh, and brought him back to the consciousness uh, of the greatest capacity a man can build. Uh, and he says, not yet I. Uh, it's the grace of God. Uh, it's not my labor or my expertise, uh, but the grace capacity. He said, it strengthens me. It's sufficient for me. It empowers you. It provides for you. That's what God said. My grace uh, in my strength, your weakness, my strength is made perfect. Why? Grace empowers you and grace provides for you. And God jolted me back. You know, we are so busy. We are building strategy. We are building system. We are building structure. And we can get carried away in all of that. That we begin to move into automation. And we forget. And we are no longer conscious of the grace of God. And recently, God began to bring this awakening in me and say, no, 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 no. no. I appreciate your diligence. I appreciate your commitment. But do not lose sight of my grace. And so when Pio was praying earlier, I was in tears here and I mean it, I lied not to you huh? because all of a sudden, again, I'm reminded huh? by my grace, huh? by my grace, you are sufficient for me. By my grace, you know what you are, who you are, I've called you to be. Rely on my grace. Huh? And so what we are talking about here is very crucial. Let me read you another scripture, Hebrews, Hebrews, Hebrews 11, 24 uh, to 27, Hebrews 11, 24 to 27. Huh? And you will need to go back into this, this, this recording, I promise you. Huh? Uh, the juice is in when you go back. Uh, there's so many things the Spirit of the Lord is impacting, not saying. Uh, listen, I'm saying stuff, uh, but there's so much uh, I can feel uh, a spiritual impartation uh, that is already softening the ground beneath some people's feet, uh, that is already creating uh, an atmosphere for your eyes to be open. Uh, there is a spiritual illumination I can see in the realm of the Spirit where you are flooded with this light uh, and it will begin to dawn on you uh, and you begin to see things differently, people differently, uh, places differently differently because this is very essential for what is to come that is like ahead of each and every one of us. Hebrews, Hebrews 11, 24 to 27, he said, by faith, Moses, 
when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God that, that, than to enjoy the passing pleasure of sin. Watch this. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasure in Egypt. That is a treasure of a people and a, and a nation. Uh, it's part of the treasure God said he will give to you. Watch this. And so by faith, he says, say by faith, he said, and the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward of God. Uh, do not forget that it was this same treasure that God gave to the Israelites when they were living. Uh, I'm sure many times you've read through the scripture and you've heard, you've read things like the cedar of Lebanon. Have you ever paused to think about the cedar of Lebanon? That is one of the major treasures that come from that country. From that place, why? Because the cedar is the seed, the cedar tree, and the plant is known her uh, for its durability. Uh, it lasts and its irresistibility to decaying. That is why furnitures that are made out of that uh, material, uh, they are prime furnitures. They are expensive furniture, and it's one of the wealth creation and generation uh, generating wealth creation um, uh, means for that nation. So when you hear the cedar of Lebanon, it's not just a spiritual place. Cedar is not. A a spiritual one. Cedar is a what? It's a tree. You know what? But it's because of the quality. It's one of the treasures of what of 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 of, of Lebanon. Let me show you something that you didn't see in Isaiah sixty. Maybe you see, but let's just emphasize on it. Let's go back to Isaiah sixty. Isaiah 6, and I'm going to begin to read when the Bible says that in darkness your light will shine. Oh, hear this, hear this. This is very critical. You need to understand how to position yourself for what is coming and what you need to be praying for. Watch this. I'm reading. He said, "Your eyes will shine." with joy your heart will thrill for the merchants from around the world are you hearing that the merchants from around the world will flow to you <laughs> bringing you the wealth of many lands many lands so the wealth of a people every listen every, no matter how poor a nation is each nation has their treasure they have their treasure. They may not know how to process it. They may not know how to export it. They may not know how to develop it. But there is no nation, whether developing or developed nation, there is no nation without its own treasure. And those treasures are strategically from the foundation of the earth. God put those treasures in place for a time as this, where nations that were not relevant before in what in the economic scale, global scale, Come will on. become relevant because we have entered Shabbat into this season where the wealth and the treasure of that nation will become yes. our treasure to the world. And yes. you see, if we do not position ourselves, we will allow the same perpetrators of darkness to take advantage of the treasure that was ignored and listen to me let me speak a little bit to you prophetically to somebody because the scripture says uh, uh, there are treasures in even places uh, you don't look like it family uh, you've not been acknowledged thus far for the treasure that is in you uh, my brother was talking about a, a, a few days ago how God can well, prepare you in the private uh, for, a, for a marathon race and help you build capacity for a marathon and you are saying Lord <laughs> I'm ready for a marathon uh, and then God sends you a sets you on the track uh, for a 40 meter dash uh, and you are wondering Lord uh, why all this preparation for a marathon race uh, and then you're putting me into a 40 meters race. Ah uh, uh, listen to me the spirit of the Lord say uh, it gave the land to them little by little uh, by the time your race is completed uh, it will be a marathon times 10 uh, and the world will see it uh, and this is why God is saying uh, we are coming into a season and a dispensation uh, where the treasure in you that was 
overlooked. Uh, oh, yes, it's becoming a national treasure. You didn't hear what I said. Uh, where the treasure in you uh, that has been overlooked uh, is about to become a house of name. Uh, it's about to become a national treasure. Let me take a moment to speak to my nieces and nephew. Uh, the Lord is saying in the name of Jesus, uh, you are about to become a house of name. Uh, your business has just been amongst your loved ones uh, and amongst a few people. Uh, but because you have tied that business uh, uh, to kingdom advancement, the Lord said that you are becoming a national treasure. You don't understand what I mean. Listen to me. If anybody told me that I will do what I'm doing today, that I will be anywhere close to be identified with nations, I would say you are joking. Wake me up from that sleep. But I can tell you something, that God can pick you out of the prison one day and the next moment you become a national treasure. You become the most respected uh, individual in a nation. Uh, oh, yes, uh, Joseph was not uh, preferred, uh, but his preferred status uh, was in him. Uh, it's called treasure in hidden places. Uh, but when the time came, uh, uh, his preferred status uh, could no longer be held back. Uh, and I'm going to show you the reason why that is happening. It's part of our prayer. So we are going to pray. Uh, listen, let me finish reading. Let me finish reading because I'm prophesying here. Uh, Malik it says wealth of many lands look at it, it said vast uh, droves of camel will come uh, will converge upon you look at this Domindran, uh, I've never been able to pronounce this Domindaris Domindaris uh, Domindaris from what from Midian from Midian and Sheba they were coming specifically those were the treasures of those land those were the treasures of this land. Look at what he's saying now. Coming from Sheba and Ephah. He said to bring in gold and incense to add to the praise of God. The flocks of Kedah. The flocks of Kedah. These are the treasures of these people and their nation. He says, uh, he says the, uh, the Kedah. And the rams of Naboata for my altar. You now see? For my altar. This is the reason why God is giving us the treasures of darkness. All of these treasures of darkness are the treasures of nations and a people. Every people is known for not just their language, not just their tongue, but they are known for their treasure. And you see, no matter what is happening in those, in those uh, 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 region, you know what God is saying, I laid up those treasure for this time and for the use of kingdom advancement. So I'm not telling you about, you know what, comparing and say, oh, I have, I mean, how many do you have? I, no, 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 no. That's childish talk. This is not the platform for that. This is, this is, this is, this is the council, you know, of, of heaven here on this tabernacle of Moses and KCM platform. So we're talking serious business here. So God is saying, for my altar, listen, the, the greatest, you know, the largest treasure that was brought to a man is what Sheba brought to Solomon. But what did Solomon convert the treasure for? Go and read it. Solomon converted the treasure that Sheba brought for what? For the building of the house of the Lord. So why do you think we're talking about what we're talking about? You're talking about governance. If governance is without, you know, we're migrating into these treasures of darkness. So this, we are talking about government. We're not talking about, you know, what uh, acquiring stuff. We're talking about governance here. Why did Moses... All of the kings of the surrounding, I mean, I mean Solomon, please, pardon me, gathered unto Solomon. He had so much resources 
to build for the Lord that became an attraction to those who were in the surrounding. They called the shot. They listened to him. Policy came out of there that governed the provinces. Go read your scripture. This is what we're talking about here. So there is a wealth of a people and a wealth of a nation. They must come to you and I. So don't say, oh, that country is so full of this. That country, oh, they are so full of this. Oh, you are excluding yourself. Where did Israel get the treasure to move out of Egypt from? Is it not from the same Egyptian? The wealth of the people. You are going to cry out. I decree in the name of Jesus. Where you are, the wealth of the United Kingdom, the wealth of its citizens, the wealth of Africa, African countries, the wealth, or you know what, of Asian countries, the wealth of the Middle East. Listen, let me tell you something. Let me quickly say this to you. You see, please, you see, you know, one of the things that is going to ruin us as, 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 as kingdom advancers is our prejudice. It's our prejudice and our pride. You know what? And we need to get rid of that. Listen to me. We are there complaining about Arabs and, 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 and all of those people. And I'm beginning to see, do you see how many of secular entertainers are using to their advantage the wealth of these nations? And then we are here being pre, be, 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 pre, uh, 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 be, being judgmental. And we are missing out on these things I'm showing you. I can show you many scriptures about the wealth of a people or nation. And the Bible says, how, see, how can you, you see, we are so religious, people. We pray one pray, one part of the prayer, but we are not bold enough to accept the response of that prayer. How can you respond? How can you pray and say, Lord, Isaiah 60, grass darkness has covered the earth. Let your light come upon me. Let your glory be, re, will be, be seen upon me. And then you are not publicly bold to say, when this light and glory shines upon you, some of these people that are mentioned here, they are not they are not Christian nations. The Bible talks about that the kings of the Gentiles are coming to the brightness, the brightness of your light. Of when they come, they are not coming empty-handed. Kings don't go to other kings empty-handed. You are a king in Christ. So how can you pray for the glory of the Lord to rise upon you? The result of it is that you will attract, you know what, the unlikely people. And you don't want to identify. You don't want to do stuff. And then you allow these ungodly people to continue to do that. And you see all of them. You know what? I, I don't want to mention them for sensitivity here. But you know what I mean? If you are, if you are paying attention, how the Middle Eastern right now are, what, are backing some of these entertainers, you know what, broadcasters, you know what, and pouring wealth into their own agenda that has no agenda with kingdom advancement. I was so I was so appalled by one of the guys who I thought in the entertainment industry, very well known, who speaks, you know what, for the kingdom and identify with Christ and how just to get some money from the UAE began to bow, you know what, to, 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 to these people. And all of a sudden, you know what, he's praising other gods when you are in America identifying with Jesus Christ. But of course, with the too much wealth and treasure of these people, you know what, all of a sudden, you shifted allegiance you know, to the God of these people. No, the scripture, Isaiah did not say we're going to shift allegiance. We are going to be allegiance. We're going to be allegiance to God, to Christ, to his glory. And that was what will bring them on our own terms. On our own terms. Uh, but we are not going 
going to send them back because the treasures of darkness, they have heaped it up, no doubt. They have the resources because they have acknowledged the treasure of their own people, of their own nation. They built it. But God said we have a portion of that for what the building of the altar where all the nations will come and meet to God according to what Micah. Are you understanding what we are talking about here? I hope I, I can I, I, we can just sit down outside of uh, media and just have a family meeting, and all of us can can interact on based on our understanding of what is going on in our time spiritually and even in, in, in on the earth today. So this is why we are we are declaring this because it is needful. So don't say, Lord, show me your glory. Lord, let your light come upon me, and then you are what? You are you are hypocritical when God is... That's why God is not responding to him, because if he begins to respond to some of you, your religiosity will be exposed. Your religiosity will be exposed, and God cannot deal with that kind of nonsense in a very critical time that we are right now. So you need to understand what we are talking about here. The responses of everybody to the glory were not were not apostles, prophets, evangelists, and, and revivalists and prayer warriors and golden mothers association. Those were not well. We've lost your sound, Apostle Femi. We've lost your sound, sir. Okay. These are the people that we're talking about. Sorry. So are you ready? Are you ready to, to really be kingdom? Not this religiosity that will, will say one thing, but we can face what we really need to do when the time comes. But I pray in the name of Jesus that the wealth of the people, the wealth of a nation, ah, you will not miss your own visitation. You will not miss your own portion. God will, listen, God will open channels of partnership for some of us. Mark it down. I'm telling you as I'm speaking, and listen, the people that are going to bring opportunities to you, do not be quick to judge them. At the end, they are coming to your light. As long as you have light, you don't need to worry about it. But you have light. You have a responsibility to build an altar, but you don't have treasures. Are you listening? You know me. You know me. I don't joke. We have light. Glory is released. We have an assignment. It's clearly defined. Build the altar. You can, you can, you can relate that to. We know what we're talking about here. But the resources for that is not in your hand. That's what the scripture says. Isaiah 16. Look at what it says. Watch this. It says, The flocks of Kedah shall be given to you, the rams of Neboat, for my altars. And I will glorify my glorious temple that day. So let's see how you're going to do it. Except you want to build what is obsolete. <laughs> you're going to build according to what God is trying to do to infiltrate the earth today, you must have some relationships that uh, people would mis misunderstand you or misinterpret you. But the result, when the, when the temple is glorified, then they will understand that God is not into religion. So are you ready? Those of you are saying, Lord, use me, use me, use me, use me. Because all this use me, we are so, it's light in light. Aren't you tired of light in light? My prayer is, Lord, expose at the level of darkness as much as you can. Then I know what how light, how well my light is shining. So then I'll go back to my altar and say, Lord, this light is not shining enough. Before I used to complain apostolically about so many things that is disorderly in, in, in regions or even in, within the body. And God said to me, This is the reason why you have missed a lot of opportunity. Why am I showing you darkness? Why am I showing you dysfunction? Why am I showing you disorderliness? It's because your office is you are equipped to bring order. You are equipped to address this. This is your anointing. This is why your anointing will flow. 
I said, oh my God. And God started enlarging my heart. Now I see problems differently. Now I see dysfunction differently. Now I see, you know what, wrong culture differently. I see it as my work. That's why I'm paid salary. That's what, what's my salary? Grace. That's, that's why I'm paid. Because his grace is sufficient. His grace continues to increase for the assignment that is given to me. So are you, are you listening, church? This is very crucial conversation we're having here. If you, are, if you are ready and serious about governance, so don't be quick to judge. Let's put our pride and prejudice aside and see through the eye of God and ask yourself, you know, we're so used to reading Bible religiously and some of you are just thinking, oh, all these people are church people. Oh, all these people are, you know, anointed people bringing. No. Listen, anointed people, some, some, some of the anointed people, they have vision, clear vision, clear calling. But they lack resources for the work of the kingdom. What are you talking about here? So, so let's not read Bible with religious mindset. Let's read it with the spirit of the Lord. He will show you things so that some of the people you've been disdaining up until now in your office space, in your community, you know, and God has been trying to connect you with them because they have something you need. And at the end of the day, they will get what you have. What do you have? The light and the glory. The wisdom of God. Salvation. So, please, in the name of Phil, let me just let me just pray and I will release the rest. The third thing I'm going to be declaring over at this point, I just want to declare it. Go and pray it later. The third thing is the wealth of ignorance. The wealth of the ignorance. Stop making listen. <laughs> oh, I, I wish I wish we can this can be a conversation, not just ministry. Listen, <laughs> you are intelligent for a purpose. You don't realize that your intelligence is not to belittle people or to make people feel less intelligent about you. You see, there are treasures, part of the treasures of darkness. If you look at the word darkness in Hebrew, it's called, the word is koshek. I don't know, you know that. You know what? And what one of the things that koshek means is ignorance. So when Isaiah prophesied about the time, the days of darkness, he was talking about a days where people will be ignorant of many things, especially of God and the ways of God. What do you think the nation was thrown into the temple for? prophetically. It says, for we shall be taught. Another scripture says, we shall be shown. It's revelation. It's knowledge. It's spiritual information. Spiritual enlightenment. And then you are so caught up in your own bubble of, of knowledge and superiority of intelligence that you don't realize that, you know what, you are, God is put wealth around you, treasure around you in ignorant people. Do you think everybody who is lacking in knowledge is poor or as not as intelligent as you is poor? Listen, some people have, and I'm not talking about money, some people have treasures that they are willing to exchange for what you know. How did Daniel prosper in Babylon? Go and read the scripture. Daniel prospered on the ignorance of, of kings. Joseph prospered on the ignorance of kings. And see, that's why God is allowing people. And then we sit there and judge and say, they don't even know anything. What did Jesus ride on to fulfill his assignment? Ignorance. He said, Father, forgive them for they do not know. That's why the scripture says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, if the rulers of this world had known, you see, the dimension of blessing that was, that was eating for you and I, that the Bible says, eyes have not seen, 
ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of men what God has preserved for those who love him. That unprecedented dimension of God's blessing was made possible on the level on the ground of people's ignorance, especially Satan's ignorance. Till today, your, your calling will continue to shine on the ignorance of Satan if you know how to take advantage of the ignorance of people and men. Why do people pay coaches? Why do people pay mentors to learn what they do not know? And today we are navigating, you know what, a time of ignorance. Why do you think the Bible says that the time is coming that the knowledge of the glory of God will cover the earth? We are in that time and there's what compensation and remuneration for those who spread that knowledge of the glory of God. This is why, again, Isaiah prophesied it, that when we allow our knowledge and revelation to begin to flow in the time of darkness, which is ignorance, you know what, we will be compensated with the treasure of ignorance. With the treasure of ignorance. Begin to pay attention because the Holy Spirit wants to begin to show the body the ignorance of our time. And that's why you are growing in revelation. That's why God is opening your eyes in the word of God. It is not for you to feel better of yourself, to be more knowledgeable than someone, but for you to see that God has put treasure in this ignorant person that is not completely without treasure so that there can be a migration. Oh my God, there can be a migration. Go and read Daniel. Daniel, read Daniel chapter 11, Daniel chapter 5 to 11, 11 to 12, and you will see what I'm talking about here. So I pray and I declare, I don't have time. I declare in the name of Jesus that in this coming dispensation, as we wrap up this year, the Lord will open your eyes uh, to the ignorance uh, of men, uh, ignorance of nations, ignorance of companies, uh, ignorance of conglomerates. Uh, there are something, there's something that is lacking. Many years ago, I read one of the most uh, powerful books that has greatly influenced my apostolic reasoning. Uh, it's titled Transformation by Ed Silvoso. And in that book is a marketplace, apostolic marketplace instruction and manual. And in that book, he shared a story about a lady uh, who is not in the middle management or in the higher management. Uh, she was in the lower management. Uh, and of course, she walked closely to one of the uh, senior management officers within this organization who, 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 uh, who built uh, uh, a conglomerate on uh, contracts from other companies and all of that I'm not quite can remember all the full details but I understand I remember what took place and they wanted to bid for a contract and they had this executive meeting you know, to pitch their their idea for this big company and this was a portfolio that they needed you know what this contract they needed it on their portfolio and you know what there were questions that were asked that the person the representative who was presenting this pitch uh, uh, could not get by and in, in, in that moment uh, after they had a break session this lady i think was a clerk or a secretary or something got a hold of what was going on uh, and she excused herself to go to the bathroom and she went praying in the spirit uh, and, and and suddenly god gave her, her direction of where what needs to be done uh, and she shared it with her boss and they gave her an opportunity to buy the book check it in the book it's there facts are there and somehow God gave her revelation. And that light Isaiah is talking about is not just light bulb. He's talking about revelation because darkness is ignorance. And long story short, she, she was able to bring solution 
to what landed the company the contract. She went from a clerk, and that is not far-fetched because that's what we see in Daniel's case. Daniel went from a refugee, went from somebody who was a servant in the palace in Babylon to one of the most powerful men. Why? Because of the ignorance of Nebuchadnezzar. So the king has resources, but there are, there are, there's, a, there's a form of darkness God allowed in his life. And that darkness is a form of ignorance. So, so when you so don't don't think when we talk about ignorant people, we're talking about people who don't have position, who don't have power, who don't have influence, who don't have you know access, who don't have resources, who don't have no. God is specifically. Why did you think God wrote in what in, in the other king reigning in the, in Babylon wrote that words on the wall that nobody could interpret? It was strategic. God coded it so that you and I can what decode it. And that will give us rights and privileges, patents and, uh, and patents, or relationships or real estate. And look at what happened to Daniel. The Bible says he was, he was blessed within Babylon. Why? How did he come to get blessed? Was he his labor? Was he in No. What did he do? God gave him advantage over ignorance. So I pray in the name of Jesus that God will position you for the ignorance of men. The wealth of religion. The world of religion, Ezra chapter 1, verse 7, you can read it. Here it is. The Bible says King Cyrus also brought out the articles of the house of the Lord. Now, this house of the Lord is not, he brought the articles to build the house of the Lord. Watch this. Uh, which Nebuchadnezzar had taken from Jerusalem and put in the temple of his gods. The wealth of other religion is part of the treasures of darkness that God is about to expose the body of Christ with. But you see what happened? It was for the temple of the Lord, for kingdom advancement. So this is not for corruption. So this is not about you being corrupted. No, we are talking about those who are who understand their assignment, who have a revelation of darkness and what to do with darkness and the treasures of darkness for the advancement of the kingdom of God. I don't have time, but I pray in the name of Jesus. I'm going to read this. I'm just going to pray in spirit just for 10 minutes and I'll hand it over to Reverend But I want to put this in your spirit. Number five, world of chaos. You see, all this chaos going on about in the world today, please don't become an analyst. Don't just sit there and be analyzing chaos. Oh, there is wealth and treasure in crisis. Don't waste your crisis. This chaos in the world is what there's wealth in this chaos. There is treasure in this chaos. It's part of the treasures of darkness. The darkness, look at what the Bible introduced God's creative power with. Chaos on the earth. Disorder on the earth. Darkness on the surface of the deeper. It's chaos. Out of chaos came all that we see and all that we are seeing. Civilization would not have been possible without chaos. The civilization that we experienced in Egypt up until today, Egypt was known for the cradle of what of technology and civilization. It was out of chaos that happened. So we are in a moment of chaos, but this chaos in it has treasures of darkness that we need to pay attention to. So you need to begin to pray, Lord, in this chaos, Lord, show me the treasure in this darkness. Reveal to me the riches that is hidden in this secret place. Because nobody wants to embrace chaos. But the Bible says, out of this darkness shall come from the light. And what is light? Civilization. And it's in chaos. So sometimes the best of 
of our experience comes from a chaotic experience chaotic season in our life some po- some people are here you're experiencing this chaos and you're wondering is this the end no it's not the end and ask god to open your eyes to the treasure of darkness oh yes i can tell you about chaotic seasons but i can tell you today that i thank god for those chaoses why because treasure was extracted because i god showed me and opened our eyes to the treasures in darkness. How we realize the chaos was not introduced to destroy us. The chaos was introduced to help us tap into and access the treasures of darkness. We're going to pray about that. Number six, the wealth of the enemy. Second Kings chapter seven, seven to eight. And you see the story when, you know what, the when when uh, 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 the people, the army came against, you know, were the children of God. You know what, of course, you know how uh, the prophet had declared by this time tomorrow. You know the story, go read it. But from verse 7 to chapter 8, the Bible said, Therefore they arose and fled at twilight and led the camp intact. Their tents, their horses, their donkeys, and fled for their life. You see, the enemy of God's people had resources that the kingdom of God needed. The people of God they had one of the most powerful prophets there. But yet the Bible says the, the economic crisis that came to the people of God was unbearable. Was unbearable. That was the kingdom. You see what I'm saying? That sometimes we're so religious that we miss the blessing of the Lord. And we think they had the prophet there. The prophet could have advanced. See, every, they had everything. These were God's people. The hand of God was upon them. The mark and the seal of God was upon them. But the Bible says the, the, the recession that took place there, it was so bad that people were willing to give up their children for food. Money, the Bible says, money failed. Everything they needed was in the hands of their enemy. So you, I, do you wonder why Jesus said, pray for those who hate you, love those who, who don't love you, pray for your enemies. Don't, don't, you don't understand. You think everything that God is going to give to you is going to come through the hands of another believer. Listen, you don't understand. The Bible says he prepares a table before it for us in the presence of our enemy. When Israel was seen an enemy, we didn't realize God was preparing a buffet for them. But you always think your blessing must come from another brother or sister. This is why we must get rid of our religiosity. And don't miss out on opportunity that lies around us. A boss that doesn't like you. A boss or supervisor that makes life hard for you. A neighbor that just, that, that just cannot stand you. You don't realize that it is in the presence of your enemy. God is already preparing a table for you. The Bible says they left. Some people, the house you are going to buy for an affordable price, Somebody is going to vacate it. And that person that is going to vacate it was one somebody that you complained about. Oh yeah, I just spoke prophetically. I won't emphasize this because there's no need. If you catch it, you catch it. So are you listening to me? The wealth of the enemy. The enemy who sponsors somebody. Hey! Oh yes, I just heard that one. Ha! The person that they like you is the one that is going to sponsor you. The person that dis- that detests you, that cannot stand your God, that person is about to be the one God is going to use to open a door for you in the presence of your enemy. The Lord will prepare a table for you. A table for you. So the enemy stood against them. 
But God was using the enemy to prepare your dinner, to prepare your breakthrough, to prepare your position. Listen, the person that sat on your promotion seat, you hated that person, but you didn't realize that God kept that person long enough there. So the manipulation to put a choice person there will pass and you are the only candidate that is remaining. I just leave it there. Let's pray. The wealth of the wealth of untapped potential. Every time, this is the last prayer point, wealth of untapped potential. Some of you, you have not realized your potential yet and this has led to how things have been stagnant in this year. But God is about to point somebody to what is in your head. Second Kings chapter 4 verse 2. Elijah said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? And she said, your maid servant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. That's, that's sometimes all you have is potential. All you have is ability. Listen, everything that you are going to, some things God is going to give to you and bring you into a place of governance, you're already carrying it. And this is why you need to pray for the wealth that lies in your untapped potential, unrealized potential. 1 Kings 17, 12 to 14. So she said, as the Lord God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour and a bean and a little oil in a jar. That's it. Wealth of untapped potential. All sometimes you need to present in your case in this next move of God is your potential. Listen, don't think of yourself less in this move that God is about to move the house of KCM to and all of us who are coming and partners. I believe in this governance, this year that God is speaking to us and all that is going to require to take your own place and be in your own allotment is the potential that you have. Don't compare. Listen, let's work together in unity. I need my brother. There are so many things I am not equipped and graced with that I see deposited in Reverend, in Reverend Illuminate. I do not envy him I do not detest him. I celebrate, I embrace. There are things I want to do today. I know who exactly to go to because I know God has equipped him for that. So I, we, are, we, are, we are in this. And all I bring to the table is my potential. That's why I am so secure in who I am because I am so in touch. And yet it is still my heart cry. I say, Lord, there are more, there's more in me that I've, that I've, I've yet to realize. Lord, expose me. Open my eyes to my untapped potential so that I can continue to be a good steward of my portion in this governance of the kingdom of God here on earth. I pray in the name of Jesus, that God will begin to Open your eyes. Bring you in touch with things that are in you that you have not even yet realized. As we cross into this, 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 this awesome spiritual calendar of God. And I pray in the name of Jesus that this will be your reality. Pio, please come back. Let's take a moment to agree together. And you know, we'll go back, write these things down and let us pray. Let's take two minutes. And just pray in the spirit over the things that you have heard. Over the things that you have heard. Please stay in the place of prayer. Very critical. Because everything happens in the place of prayer. 
Brado socorra a chega lá para cá. Entrando suvalica balagica rotesus. Entrando pray wherever you are. Pray into this things. Legrado socorra dica rotesus é. Engradico lica paladica rotesica dica lota balagadosta. La rusha ca engradico lica rotesubre. Le escuta palagada. Engrados ali ali a nos escuta é que baladosa. Engronando suca palagadi. Engrada é que mundo escubaladia. Ali em catosa é granando o cobaladi. Le granonda escapa a caladia. É granando suca. Ali escatu de bele balado. Engrosseca ali a corrapaceta da balado. Engranando suco velegadi. Ratosha kapalaga, engrados kopali kagaga, lengrando skubeladia, ekalosha, ekranando eskaha, akapalados eliande, lekodi kaba, rades kokopalaha, engrade kadosha kapalani, engrosho, rade kadosha, ekapalagadaya, lekususu, lekesusu, leketo lagadi zekotopa, engrades Tobele, let us know. Thank you, Lord. We seal all of this with the Holy Spirit and we decree, Lord, do a speedy work. Shift our atmospheres for our sake. Shift, Lord, dimensions for our purpose. Align us, O Lord, to that which has been preordained and that which has been laid before the foundation yes, of the earth. Lord. Let there be speed. Let there be acceleration. Lord, I pray for every crawling destiny. Father, I release acceleration. Supernatural acceleration. Our speedy answer is coming in the name of Jesus. Thank you for a crowning blessing of this year 2022. And we give you the glory. We promise Lord, to bring the glory. We promise, Lord, to bring the honor. We excuse and take ourselves out of the way of the glory that belongs only to you. We lavish it on you. In fact, we take the praise, the accolades, the accomplishment, the breakthroughs, and the blessing of the coming year. We take it ahead of time and we lavish it on you. We lavish it on you. We lavish it on you. It is 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 you. In Jesus' name. Saturday we pray. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Pastor Ajoke, I see flowers as we pray. I see a bouquet of flower being given to you in the presence of so many people. Diverse kind of people. And as we were praying, the Spirit of the Lord said to me, there is a recognition that is coming to you that is going to be pivotal for your next level of influence. Not only will it increase your level of influence, but the reward that is due to you will finally be accessible because of this recognition that is coming. Listen, what is not recognized cannot be recommended. But God is saying, you are stepping into your season of recognition that would lead to your reward because of recommendation. House of Kesian, you are about 
to experience the best season of your covenant alignment with this house. And I'm saying this, I'm not saying this lightly. I'm not promoting, we're not promoters and marketers. I'm telling you what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to me. This is why the fight to be planted has been real in 2022. It is because of what lies ahead of you. But I'm glad that the Spirit of the Lord helped you to overcome that fight and struggle for, the, for your plantedness in within this covenant house. And I congratulate you because you are not going to be told the story of what KCM is about to be shifted into. You are going to be a partaker of it. And you will be so glad. Please, let me speak as a, as a big brother in the house. Some of you, you need to make amends where there is offense. Before this year runs out, forgive and let go. Make amends quickly so that nothing stands in the way of this migration. It's a holy migration. Very strategic migration. I love you all. I bless you. And I thank you for the opportunity in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Pio, thank you, sir. Amen. We give you glory. Abba, we give you glory. We bless your name. We receive the law at your mouth tonight, Lord. Father, we started by asking that you would speak a word of migration, a word that by itself effects a move from here to there. And so, Lord, we are confident of the trajectory based on the content of the word. Now, Lord, let it not just be information or revelation. Let it become the wind in our sail. Let it force a migration. Let it be a prophetic summons into this next season. Be it unto us according to the word of the Lord. We receive your law from your mouth. Let it be so in the name of Jesus. Father, we lift up the vessel that you have used tonight. We say, blessed is he that has come in the name of the Lord. We bless him out of the house of our God. We declare that it is well with him, with his life, his wife, his offspring, and everything that concerns him. That he will be one of the first partakers of that which he has come to herald. We receive him as your oracle, and we bless him with every spiritual blessing in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you. You've kept repeating that word every day this week. Crown the year with your goodness and let it drip fatness. Let nothing be left unreceived and untransacted that pertains to this year in the precious name of Jesus. We give you praise. Somebody around the world, would you clap your hands, oh you people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. And you can type your shout in the comment section, as I like to say. Amen.
bro thank you so 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 much um you know there's a testimony i want to share i i just while we're praying to end the holy spirit just reminded me uh that this testimony bears sharing you know we said we're not going to leave 2023 with anything left in it reverend celia said yesterday not a hoof i said on day one that this season this 10 days were set aside to mine every outstanding blessing transaction promise and when necessary instruction and rebuke we want to make sure nothing is unfinished in 2023 2022 as we move into 2023 one second i need to get my volume up all right can you guys hear me better now all right so bro you won't believe this or maybe you will because you're a believer um at the start of this month um, I made a financial gesture to the Lord. You know, there, there are things you do where you just make a decision, God spoke to you, then you do them. And there are other ones where you need to speak to your wife. Yes, sir. So that's all I will say. Yes, this, one in, this one, I needed to speak to my wife. and say, baby, uh, are you okay for... This is what God said. However, feel free to, to vote no. In fact, I'm hoping I'm not hearing God wrong. I'm hearing God wrong. So I would like you to tell me that God told you he didn't tell me, so I don't have to do this. Um, and so I did it. Um, it left a, a huge gap in our finances. Um, and I didn't tell her this, my brother, but I said, Lord, this is between you and me. You don't want to give me this instruction, right? So... We have a joint account from which family expenses come. Um, and then each of us has individual financial commitments. And usually what we do is all money is going to the joint account. Then every month we take out what we need. to. Some bills come directly out of the joint account. And then some other bills like some are business bills or whatever. So we then take out each of us has, you know, an allocation to settle yeah. certain things. So I said, Lord, okay, I didn't actually say it to God, but I just subconsciously came to the conclusion that since the, the, the gap was based on a God instruction that he gave me, that there were some bills I was not going to pay from our joint account. Mm -hmm. And for the first time in maybe years, mm. bro, direct debits came mm. and bounced Mm. on my personal account mm. i got letters or not letters i got emails from the company saying now this is not like you my mm. bank kept my bank calls mm. me every day for the last two weeks saying bro um you know is everything okay is it the, <laughs> is it the cost of living crisis because they know this guy is usually you know yeah uh, it's a miracle but over the last two three four years god literally transformed my credit rating it went from a 500 to a 900. And I've been saying the last few days, you know, and it, all this has been going on while I've been here. All this was going on doing, I've been preaching. I, yeah, you wouldn't know, you wouldn't, you, would, you couldn't tell. Mm -hmm. And then over the last 48 hours, something strange started happening. Mm -hmm. People that owed me money. Mm -hmm. Jesus. One of them is an insurance claim 
that has been going on since September last year. Mm-hmm. Over the last 48 hours, like everybody that owes me money has suddenly remembered that they owe me money. Mm-hmm. And you. they are running to pay. I called the insurance, I called the insurance company. And I said, Oh, by the way, just so you know, I'm still waiting for this money. They said, Oh, we sent you a check a week ago. I said, Really? They said, Yes. They said, Maybe it's in the post, maybe it's Royal Mail. And I was talking to them, I checked my mail stack and the check was there. Yeah. I woke up this morning, a church that I'd done some consulting for, and and because it's God's house, I you know, and it, it's led by mm-hmm. you know, people I consider family. Yeah. So there's an invoice that has been there for months that I intentionally did not chase. You know, it wasn't that I didn't remember the invoice. I just decided, you know what, mm. I'm not going to pursue my family. Yes. Yes. I woke up this morning to a text saying, Rev, we need your I'm like, but you have he said the one we have didn't work. You know, can we so now they're disturbing me, right? I did the math so far. So three creditors in the last 48 hours have chased me or three debtors, sorry, have chased me to pay their money. And almost to the penny, the combined amount Amount. is what is outstanding. Jesus. Now, there's two elements of that testimony I'm sharing. The first is this. The same God who said, give this seed is not unintegrous yes yes and i lie not to you bro there be many my wife would tell you there be many issues the (laughs) volusia says the voice of the invoice (laughs) that 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 is powerful already (laughs) and if if you know the joke then you know that's powerful already already. Now, brother, my sister would tell you that the last few weeks I've had a lot on my mind. Mm. As God lives, that fi- those financial issues were not one of them. Mm. Yes, sir. I can honestly say that mm. I have not lost a wink of sleep. I have not spent mm. a second. The mm. things I've been concerned about, yeah. praying about, mm. those issues were not one of them. <laughs> because I've walked with this God long enough to know that Come he's not irresponsible. Yes, sir. <laughs> but the bigger testimony, because I was, ah, oh, Lord, thank you. And then he reminded me this afternoon. In fact, the, 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 the matter of the check, yeah. the insurance one, right? That one actually happened today. <laughs> when I checked and I saw it, I called, I called my wife. I said, baby, I'll see you in a bit. She said, wait, guys, I'm going to the bank. <laughs> She said, I, want, I said, don't worry. Eagle has landed. Yeah, they check. <laughs> right? And bro- my brother, that was the first time she found out mm. that those direct debits were outstanding. Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, I sir. didn't even tell her because yes. they were not on my mind. Oh, okay. But the bigger testimony is this. God said to me this afternoon as I was getting ready to go to the bank. Mm. And, let me, and I said I got ready because I wanted to... Co- I was going to go to the bank properly. You know, if I, yeah. I, was, I, was, I, was, I was joking to myself as I was putting my shoes on, you know, saying, you know, Lord, ah, this is how we used to do it back in the day when you, yeah. when you would make money before. <laughs> if, if you're Gen Z, you don't understand what I mean. When you go yes, to the bank, you know what I'm saying? When you go, if, you, if you grew up in the country we did, yeah, you go, you go, you arrive at the bank with a yes, bag. Sir. 
and you need to dress up properly for them to treat your money well. Anyway, the Lord said to me, brother, and he said, did I not tell you that you would not leave anything behind in 2022? And I screamed. I screamed. He said, not even your money. Because when he said that, I was thinking about uh, spiritual promises that, you know, spiritual things. You know, I was being very religious and spiritual. Yeah. Like yeah. you said. Yeah. God said, son, even your finances, mm. <laughs> not a hoof. Never hoof. Thank you, Jesus. I declare yeah. over everybody listening to me live and on recording yeah. till eternity. See, if you listen to this in 15 years, this prophecy is valid and beyond. Whatever year you are in, when you watch this, nothing outstanding in your destiny from the day you were born will be carried over into the next calendar year. And if you listen to this on the 31st of December, get ready for a 24 hour miracle. Yes, Lord. So let it be according to the word of the Lord. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. You know, you were talking about the the wealth of the Gentiles, the wealth of darkness, the wealth of confusion or ignorance. Mm. And for those who were too quick to think about money, <laughs> remember Isaiah 61 explains to us that money is the lowest dimension of God's wealth. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus says, if you can't treat money correctly, who will give you true riches yeah see the truest riches are the ones that create money Mm. yeah yeah there are relationships opportunities Mm. spiritual capacities yes sir altars Mm. gifts Mm. atmospheres Mm. and even elements of personality that the unrighteous have had access to that are about to be laid at the feet, at the feet. Come on now. of us. Jesus, thank you, Lord. The secrets of the trade, including see, there are things as you were as you were speaking. I was I was I was my, I was just tapping my knee, <laughs> brother. There are things the believer can learn from the Sangoma, oh, Kanamaki, from the Babalawo, <laughs> from the Ezemo. <laughs> There are, see, there are secrets that darkness has stewarded for generations. You know, I, I, I told you how a member of my family kept asking me last year, why are you spending so much time teaching about the firmament and the sun, the moon, about the concepts of full moons and all these things? I said, because that is one of the secrets of darkness. Yes. That the ungodly have used against us for years. Mm, mm, mm. That God intends the believer to come back into. Mm, mm. Whatever rich riches, treasures of darkness mm. are assigned to you. Whatever patents and patterns in the spirit and the natural. Jesus. Receive grace and favor to receive. Amen. We receive it in the name of Jesus. Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. brother thank you so 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 much i am so grateful like i said this is this you know um i i i know that my life cannot amount to nothing based on the relationships that i have it's one of the 
one of the things that gives me hope even in the darkest moments of the journey of destiny when i look at the people god has placed around me both vertical horizontal and sideways you know I'm, i i mean god would not go through all this trouble to put me in these people's lives only for me to disgrace them let me repeat i will not be the black sheep listen to me i cannot be the black sheep of my spiritual family and so when you look at the people god has seen it fit to surround you with it's a statement about his his opinion of you and 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 i i count myself blessed because of the circle i have thank you so much for years my sis pastor boos yes that's the that's the matriarch of the eagle clan love you from a very deep place yeah my brother's girlfriend <laughs> yes sir, for life and he is my sister's boyfriend <laughs> amen uh, a quick reminder that we're back tomorrow and tomorrow we have with us reverend austin Ukbore, who will be uh ministering to us uh i am look he's gonna take us for the next two nights monday and tuesday i'm i'm excited every night the glory levels have been rising and of course the last two nights tuesday and wednesday are going to be broadcast live from the embassy studio in london the details of the address are on the screen there is a as an eventbrite link in the video description that we encourage you to please go to to uh register at so we know to prepare for you uh, and reverend gideon will be anchoring this relay on tuesday night and wednesday night two days of glory the grand finale the end of a matter will be better than the beginning and i am so excited for what god will be doing through these brothers of mine uh, of course remember the word for next year is government 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 uh, it's not just the word for the year it's also the theme for the kingdom culture summit it's going to be november 2023 get ready make plans amen uh, we'll let you know the exact date we we want to see an in gathering from all around the world this year we want to see people from every single continent uh gathering to lift up the name of the lord and establish the dictates of the kingdom if you are led and if you are instructed by scripture and the spirit the details on how to give are on your screen uh if you're a tither to kingdom culture or regular giver uh, then you, we count you as part of our kingdom builders family uh watch your emails over the next week for a second uh installment of our communication with you about what god has for you through us uh we're going to communicate with you not just about what god is doing through us for you to, to tap into but also what god is doing in what god wants to do for you we have some exciting plans based on instructions by god to steward heaven's open door for you this year the details are on the screen if you want to be a part of the kingdom builders family uh chrissy please put the uh the con uh, the email address please write to us at kingdom builders at kculture.org so we can add you to the family now i want to uh, do this and i didn't discuss this with him um but every year uh just like we do kingdom culture uh eagle world outreach has a plethora of philanthropic uh activities and initiatives uh one of them is a food but am i right it's a it's an it's a drive to provide food and and similar amenities to underprivileged communities around the world yes uh and an eagle world outreach is our sister uh ministry and so at kingdom culture we want to be actively involved with that and so uh they are 
gathering resources to do the last run for the year. Uh, it's going to be around the Christmas time, I'm assuming. Am I correct about that? This weekend, actually. <laughs> exactly. Next week. And, and we want to make sure that some people have a Merry Christmas. Uh, and so we want to raise a specific uh, offering for those of you who feel led to be involved in that. Now, I perhaps should have asked you if you had the details for them to give directly. Do you have them to put on the screen? If not, uh, if no, 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 that's fine. So if not, please feel free to use our details as Kingdom Culture, but please specifically title it Eagle World Outreach. So if you're giving uh, in addition to your tithe, you're offering any other contribution of God lays to your heart to Kingdom Culture for this uh, camp meeting, if you want to be a part of that initiative to provide food to underprivileged families in several nations, more than one around the world, uh, please reference that gift as Eagle World Outreach, and we will integrously make sure that every single penny ends up with them for this purpose. Uh, you will not ever find a single human being around the world that will tell you that this man and this ministry is financially unintegrous. Every second, every penny that you send for this purpose will end up in their hands for the reason for which you send it because we want to be a part of being the eyes, the hands, and the feet of Jesus to people around the world. Brother, do you want to pray for us as we close the night? Since you're here, I might as well delegate that duty to you as well. Uh, and we'll see everybody tomorrow at 7 p.m. for night seven with Reverend Austin. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much again, uh, P.O. and my sister, Padge. Father, we just want to thank you. We're so in awe of just yes, your overwhelming love for us. Who are we that you have become? You have been so mindful of us. And once again, you have shown us again how mindful you are of each and every one of us. Father, my heart just goes out to everyone here today who always been seeking for you to meet them at the point of their need. Father, I'm just coming in agreement with this covenant altar that, Lord, before the end of this day, before the end of this year, that, Lord, you will come speedily because your word reminds us that you are a present help in time of need and we just receive by faith we yes, receive Lord. divine help for everyone in the name of jesus we yes, thank Lord. you for reverend Olumide and pastor ajoke thank you for the strength that you have provided for this year's apostolic assignment thank you lord for their physical body thank you because you have upheld them you have renewed them lord you have healed them you've mended them in the course of this year, Lord, and you have kept them to finish strong. And Father, now I am asking in the name of Jesus that again you will crown their year, Lord, with your goodness. And Lord, let the every dimension in practical sense of your goodness be evident in both of their lives in the name of Jesus. Not only in their life, but in the life of their spiritual family, their sons Amen. and daughters. Lord, their brothers and sisters, coming and brothers and sisters, Lord, for their partner network, we just pray that this manifestation will be visible to Amen. all in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for every giver. Father, you gave Amen. my wife and I covenant blessing from 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And we just pray that blessing, that dimension of blessing. Lord, the blessing that will not only just meet our need, 
but Lord, will be more than sufficient, Lord, to for every good work, Lord, will be poured out upon everybody in the name of Jesus. Every blessing and reward of obedience that you are portioned for equal world outreach, Father, we extend it to our covenant family, and Amen. we decree that every bit of what we will receive for obeying your word for the nations, Lord, will also be a testimony in this house. Nothing short of it in the name of Jesus. We thank you Amen. for, Lord, the days that to come. And we thank you for your servants that you are already preparing. Lord, You, we, we understand there is no better yesterday in you. So we decree, Lord, even tomorrow and the next day and the day after, take us deeper. Take us further. Take us higher. And let your name alone be glorified. And as we come to the last day, the tenth day, Father, blow our minds. Blow our minds and yes, do what Lord. only you can do in Jesus' mighty name. So we thank you. We give you the glory and praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Now, see, before we dismiss, I just forgot to do something. And I just thank you for reminding me, Holy Spirit. First of all, I don't know if they're still around, but there have been a few of, uh, of our fellow clergy who've been with us tonight. I've just seen uh, Apostle Femi uh, recognize the presence of Pastor Shegun Ibigbemi. Bless you, sir. Thank you for being with us. Reverend Shegun Alalade from, uh, from the city of Mina in Nigeria. Uh, Apostle Batirai Java, my covenant brother from Harare in Zimbabwe. I, I believe Pastor Fola Olawiye has been with us at some point in Pastor Wura tonight. Of course, Pastor Busola, my brother's girlfriend, who's uh, and she's all, he's also her boyfriend, my sister's boyfriend, and every other minister. Also has been here from here now, awesome. Please bless you, ma'am. Bless you, woman of God. You know, one of the things, one of the things that really honors me uh, and humbles me, especially over the last few years, is to see that men and women who are gifted and anointed in their own right see it fit to invest their time in drinking from the well of, of, of this house and our ministry. Uh, and I want you to know all of you, all of you, my covenant friends and brothers, mentors uh, 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 and spiritual leaders, they tell me I was there. This is what you spoke about, you know. So them say, remove that hat of yours. <laughs> you know, and even, even the mentees and the covenant, uh, younger brothers and sisters and sometimes sons and daughters, each of you are special. Uh, I don't take it for granted that you have given us the gift of access and influence to you. And I pray that in 2023, every blessing of this migration will accrue to you as well. Uh, and finally, I want to answer a question I heard somebody ask my brother. So I literally heard, and I believe that person is a minister. Yeah, ask a question while you were praying. Uh, you know, so let me prophesy to you. It was, why would this man announce publicly and offer, because like I said, if you had had it, I would have put it on the screen. Eagle World's outreach is direct giving details. And I heard somebody say, oh, that's not wise. Why do you want, why, you know, why would you, quote unquote, divert resources that could come to your ministry <laughs> to another one? Uh, let me answer the question. And I'm hoping... The, from what the Holy Spirit said to me, this is going to be deliverance for somebody. So listen, there's three answers. The first is he's my brother. So I'd be foolish to have a problem with God blessing him. This is not fake. This is not ministry. This is family. And so I have 
absolutely no problem. The same way I'd have no problem with my biological children having their biological uncle's phone number and his bank account on his birthday. Yes, I have absolutely no problem. That's number one. Number two is I understand that this is the kingdom. And I do not want a penny in my account that God wants to be elsewhere. <laughs> Honestly, I do not want access to it. If, if God intended you to give it there and you put it here because of my manipulation or my string, my stinginess or my whatever, it is an accursed thing. Yeah. But let me, let me, let me help you with number three. And number three is the real, is the real deliverance for some of you. Not just spiritually, but also, not just ministerially, sorry. But those of you outside ministry, listen. My brother, the kind of givers that we are going to have in the days to come mm -hmm. are not going to be people who are restricted by what they have. Mm -hmm. They're going to be people who are restricted by instruction and what they believe we have the capacity to manage. Yes, yes, yes. So some of you right now, you give to a ministry because, well, I only have 10 pounds. So if I give my 10 pounds here, I can't give it elsewhere. So since I only have 10 pounds, if I want to give to two places, I can only divide by two. There are other people who have more money than your need. When people like that give, they give by measuring capacity and requirement. They say, what can I trust this person with? And so that person has probably looked at kingdom culture and says, well, I think all I can trust you with right now is 10 million a month, but I have 30 million to give. So me introducing them to my brother's ministry has solved their problem because they have money burning a hole in their pocket. Now I am going to prepare for those people today. Does that make sense? I'm going to act now as though I was there. Mm. And so I am believing that some of you listening are not giving because that's all you can give. You're giving because, well, you've looked at everything that we have to do and you've decided that all we need is X amount, but you have far more. I recommend to you Ego World Outreach. Google them, Facebook them, Instagram them. I give you my blessing. Reach out to them and ask for giving details. And so... And the same for every single person who you've seen on this platform this week. Everybody this week comes with my highest recommendation. I want you to, if you are led by God, feel free as God instructs you. Because I believe in this season, you're going to have far more to give than perhaps us alone can handle. Mm. And I hope that answers mm. someone's, mm. some deep. of you have been dealing with poverty because of that mentality. You have a scarcity mentality. The, the, there's not enough for everybody, so I'm going to fight for what's there. May God bring you into an abundance mentality where you understand that God is the one, the Bible says, who gives every creature their food. Me and my house are a creature of God. He will give us our food and it will have no impact on whether he gives my brother and his house their food. Listen, learn, and be transformed in the name of Jesus. Bless you, brother. Well, how at you? I'm just blown away, man. <laughs> you just you just heist it, you know. And once you were speaking, Pio, just a quick one, you know, because you know how we do. For me, I'm just scripture based. I, when I hear things, you know, what my mind, we are trained immediately. Mm -hmm. brrr, scripture, scripture, mm -hmm. scripture, scripture. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and what you said just became revelation that you can imagine if there were multiple ministries 
who were under God's instruction doing multiple projects at the time Moses was building the temple, the question would, the instruction would not have been ask the people to stop giving. Mm -hmm. They would have diverted it to other projects. And what you said is so powerful, and I'm going to run with that, that we're going to have so much to give than what one ministry can handle such that, you know, what we're going to be so empowered to what build the kingdom at simultaneously. Because I was just thinking about that. Why would the people stop giving? But because it was... There was nothing to give to. There was nothing to give to. And God would take us there. And in fact, let's let's even Please. take it a step. My brother, wow. let's take it. A, let's take it a step further. Uh, the Bible says wow. uh, that when we acknowledge every good gift that is in us, mm. there is a benefit. Yeah. Okay. You. Paul says. Okay. The, the, Paul says <laughs> that, we, that you become a partaker of my grace yes. when you give to me. Mm. So, brother, listen. Yeah. If I am secure in mm. quote and unquote my own family mm. why mm. won't i want to, to why would i want to expose them to your grace mm. so we can open uh, a door for them to come uh, back and give to me later think about this <laughs> so if there is something that they need to break to the next level that is pregnant in you Jeez. isn't it to my benefit mm. Mm. to walk away from this particular gift for today so they can unlock a different dimension that they can give at that dimension for Folusha, I'm just gonna come there. The 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 uh the mystery of the other boat. I've preached that seven three times in the last 10, 15 years. Wow. There are harvests coming, brother, that will sink my boat if I try and keep them alone. That's what I'm mm. believing for 2023. See this I'm this... believing for harvests that will that if I try to keep that harvest in my boat. It will sink it. The Bible says their boat sank until they called for their partners. Mm. And then the mm. Bible tells us that there was exactly enough fish for both boats. That if one more fish was added, mm. they would have mm. sunk. So when Jesus calculated the miracle, he had two boats in mind. The Bible says he saw two boats before he started preaching. Mm. He entered one. <laughs> there are people who have missed out on their harvest because they saw a boat called out and mm. jealousy and bitterness mm. made them stay at the shore. At the shore. Mm. There's mm. no way John and James's boat could have reached them on time if they were still oh. at the shore. Because Come Jesus told Peter to push out a great while. A great while, yes, sir. So they were, they were in, Peter's boat was far from the shore. If John and James had just started trying to move out when mm. the boat began to sink, the mm. harvest would have been lost. It means when he called one boat, the other uh, one yeah, stayed yeah, close. Yeah. And there are blessings and breakthroughs. And that's one reason why I love our family in the spirit is that we are very, very liberal with opportunities, connect. You know, yeah. if, if, if you see, if you, if you, if, if you bring one of us into a circle, you are bringing everybody. So if, you don't, like, everybody. if you don't like the rest of us, don't bring anybody. Don't bring anybody. <laughs> it's buy one, get all free. Get all free. So if you don't want all of us, just stay away from any of us. For real. <laughs> right? And that's what's coming this year. Book it, 2023. Yes. There are going to be oh, sinking Thank blessings that will require you to beg your partners, please come. Mm, 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 be mm. delivered from poverty in mm. Jesus' name. Amen. A word is enough for the wise. Thank you, Jesus. So a sentence should be enough even if, this, even if it's a fool. 
All right. Before I before I get in trouble, let's bro, let's close and I love you, bless you. Catch you private soon. Everybody see you at 7 p.m. tomorrow night, UK time. Don't be late. Spread the word and please register uh as soon as possible for Tuesday and Wednesday for those of you who want to be there in person. The registration details are on your screen and will also be in the comment sec or not the video description section of this video take care love you bye bye